all credit cards for anybody in any situation are evil is what a lot of people think about credit cards. And in some cases, sure, that can be true. But in other cases, simply having a credit card and swiping it can literally save you or even make you money. So I am starting a credit card series, and today is the first installment of that, just going over the basics of credit card. But in other videos, I'll be talking about the top credit cards you should get, the benefits of them, how to make money with credit cards, and other things like that. So if you're looking forward to those videos, make sure you hit the like button and the subscribe button down below and comment any other credit card-related videos you would like me to make. But like I said, a lot of people have a very uh, bad connotation with the word credit card, and uh, if you know Dave Ramsey, he's always preaching against credit cards. You know, credit cards are bad. Don't get credit cards. Uh, I, I dated a girl one time, and her family lived by the Dave Ramsey anti-credit card. Well, let me tell you, you can take that idea out behind the barn and shoot it in the head. I am here to tell you that not all credit cards are bad. Not all situations are bad. Although you can dig yourself into an irreversible, well, not irreversible, but a very deep interest debt hole. We're going to be actually be talking about how to not do that, of course, but who should get a credit card, why you should use it, when you should use it, and how can it print you money? Literally print you money. I'm not even kidding. We're going to talk about that, so uh, make sure you stay tuned. My name is Grayson Roberts, and make me a deal. If you get any value out of today's video or even crack a smile, make sure you hit that like button and even consider subscribing. Um, if you don't get any value, feel free to dislike. That's okay, too, but let's talk about <coughs> but let's talk about the basics of a credit card. What is it? I can't talk. What is it? What is it used for? And how can it actually be good? Well, first of all, a credit card can offer you protection, build your credit, and you can, like I said, save or even make money with credit cards. Now, the way it offers protection, right? You have a debit card. The difference between a debit card and a credit card is that a debit card pulls money straight from your bank. And a credit card is not actually your money. You're borrowing the money. So let's say you order some sketchy, uh, I don't know, flamethrower from China, you know, the knockoff Elon Musk. Well, I don't know. Whatever you're into, let's say you buy one of those and they scam you. Well, you can call your credit card company, dispute it, and they can give you your money back. And you can do that in some cases with a debit card, but it's much more difficult hoops to jump through. Trust me, anytime I buy things online, I like to use a credit card because it's another layer of complete protection. It's just, I feel so much better because I know I can get my money back. And in some cases, even local matters, I took my drone to a drone shop. They claimed they fixed it, charged me $400. I put it on my credit card. Turns out they didn't fix it, so I got my money back. So they offer great protection. That's a major benefit right there to get a credit card. And of course, it can build your credit. Now, a lot of people always come to me and they ask, you know, can uh, renting an apartment build your credit. No, but it can hurt your credit. Can getting a storage unit build your credit? No, but it can hurt your credit. You only build credit when you borrow money. So this is a very simple way to borrow money. And honestly, it's not that hard to get your hands on. We will talk about the requirements here in a moment. And of course, it can save you or earn you money with cash back rewards. Now we're gonna talk about different types of credit cards and go into more detail about that, but I'm not even kidding. It can literally make you money. Quick example, if uh, you put $1,000 on a credit card with a $4,000 limit and then you pay it off two days later, you're gonna get rewards for that. And that could translate into you know five to $10, depending on your card. For example, I put expenses on my credit card and then I pay it off and then that adds up real money 
which ends up, you know, making me money, even though I'm not spending, you know, you spend the same amount of money at the grocery store, whether you put it on the debit card or the credit card. If you put it on the credit card, you're actually going to earn points and money. Like I said, we'll talk about that. A credit card is basically a debit card, but it's not your money. Every time you use it, you're borrowing money and you will agree to pay that back either within the 30-day period, which is considered the grace period where you can spend money on the first, pay it back on the uh, 29th, and then you don't pay any interest. You borrowed some money, you gave it back, all is good. But if you go over that period, then you're going to be charged interest. And interest on credit cards is extremely high. It can be anywhere from 17 to 20 to 25 and higher. Interest is crazy on credit cards. That's how they make so much money. And uh, that's why they can be very dangerous in the wrong hands. For example, you could rack up $4,000 on a credit card and only make the minimum payment of $200 a month. But that $200 a month probably is 80% interest. So you're really barely knocking anything, if anything at all, off of the initial principal. So you got to be really, really careful and try to pay it off in full best you can every single time, unless it's an emergency and you have no choice. So that's a credit card. That's how that can be good. That's how it can be bad. We will go into greater detail here in a second. But first, let's talk about the requirements to get a credit card. Now, if you are under 21 years old, you either have to have independent income to be qualified for a credit card, or you can get a cosigner. I got one when I was 17. I had one for my business when I was younger. My dad co-signed. And then when I was 17, the credit actually didn't kick in. I wasn't building any credit. It was kind of a, another grace period. That first year until I was 18, nothing really mattered. I could screw it up. And then when I turned 18, I would actually start, you know, things would be recorded. I'd be, I would have actual credit. If you're over 21 years old, you can just go apply for your own credit card if you want. But keep in mind, all different issuers and all different specific cards have different requirements. So just figure out what you want and what's best for you and just find the requirements on their website. So you will need to be 18 years or older. You will need a social security number if you're a US citizen, a physical address and proof of stable, steady income. So now those are the requirements. Let's say you punched all those numbers in. Hey, you got approved. Now what? Once you are approved, you will be authorized to spend a certain amount of money on that card. This is called your credit limit. For example, when you first get a credit card, it's pretty common that you might have a $500 spending limit. You can spend $500 of that. You can't spend $501. Sometimes you can, but they will charge you insane penalties. So never do that. Credit limit is just how much money that you can spend on it. Your limit can be determined on a factor of things. One of them would be your DTI, your debt to income ratio. How much do you make versus how much do you owe in debt and monthly expenses? You know, your mortgage, your car payment. If you're drowning in debt, if your debt to income ratio is awful, well, they're not gonna say, hey, yeah, we'll loan you more money just so you have a really hard time of paying us back. Chances are we won't get our money back. So uh, th that's something to consider. Your credit card issuer reports all of your payments to credit bureaus. Those are the companies that prepare your credit report. Your payment history alone counts for 35% of your overall credit score. And a credit score is something that we'll get into another time. Basically, it is a three-digit number that indicates how risky it would be to lend you money. For example, 400 is a bad credit score and 800 is a good credit score. So you must pay at least the minimum balance of your credit card payment every single month. And if you don't, that will hurt your credit score, basically making it harder for you to borrow money because the banks and lenders will see that you have a lower credit score and they'll be like, hey, we're not going to give you any money. You've proved yourself not responsible enough to, uh, you know, have money lent to you. So although this can be a way to build your credit and be able to earn more money in the future, 
It can also be a way to hurt your credit and not be able to borrow money in the future. So they are very useful and very dangerous. Now let's talk about the types of credit cards. You know, the better ones require better credit. There are rewards types of credit cards. These give you kind of like the example I used earlier, cash back on purchases. You know, you spend a thousand bucks, you get, you know, 200,000 points and those 200,000 points might translate into $50. And you can either have that directly inserted into your bank account, which is literally putting money in your pocket, or you can use that to take a chunk off the principle of your credit balance. And we will make videos talking about how you can do this more in detail. But like I said, I mean, you put $1,000 a month on a rent on your debit card, you pay it off, they suck it out of your bank account, no difference. If you put $1,000 every month on your credit card, you're literally going to rack up points. I mean, you're spending the money anyway. It's just how you spend it. It's a little bit smarter. Sometimes if you put it on a credit card, you rack up points over time. There's also, uh, you know, travel cards. You can earn points and redeem a lot of free hotel rooms, a lot of free travel if you spend a lot of money on those cards. And there's even strategies called credit card churning where you just open a bunch of credit card accounts, spend a bunch of money on them, redeem all their points and get free travel and hotels. It's a, a, a thing that Graham Stephan has talked about in great detail. I personally don't know a whole lot about it, but I will do research and put together a video for you down the road. And of course, there are store credit cards. You know, you can get Amazon credit cards, Bass Pro credit cards. Walmart credit cards, any store credit card you want. They basically are just loyalty cards. You know, you spend money there and you get specific, you know, cash or rewards for that specific store. So it's an incentive for the customer to come back, you know, to Academy Sports to spend money at Academy Sports because in turn, that'll make them some money, make them some points. And after you buy 10 canoes, maybe you can buy a paddle. <laughs> but for free. Rewards cards are perfect for people who pay their balance off in full because if you have a balance that goes past, you know, month to month, that interest will just chip away at the rewards and then it's your efforts lost. Then there are low interest credit cards and they do not provide rewards, but they require a lower interest rate, you know? So instead of being like 20 to 30 interest rate, it could be lower, you know, towards zero. So these cards make it less expensive to carry a balance if you have to have one. So rewards cards are good for people who pay them off in full every month and low interest cards are good for people who aren't necessarily using the strategy to make money or save money or travel or fly. These are for people who plan on actually carrying a balance, which could be a good emergency card. And many times these cards will come with a temporary introductory 0% APR interest rate. So basically, you know, the first six months you'll pay zero interest on your balance. It just kind of gets you in the door, no interest. And then after that six months or however long your specific provider has told you that uh, you don't have to pay interest, you know, it just depends. And then after that time period, it will kick in. But this is a good way to get introduced to a new card and pay off large purchases over a few months with no interest. But with these, you usually need decent credit but usually with these, you need decent credit to qualify, you know, to get a lower interest rate. So quick question, uh, what if you're stuck with a high interest card or a card you don't like? Well, you can actually transfer your balance and you, you know, you could pay a three to 5% fee on your overall balance just to transfer it to a better card. But in some cases, do your research, watch more of these videos, it could be worth it. And they are credit cards for people with bad credit. They are called a secured credit card. And they actually, just like an apartment complex, require a security deposit. But you can get that back after closing the account or even upgrading to a regular unsecured card after you've built your credit over a period of time. So why would someone use a credit card versus a debit card? Of course, you get peace of mind for emergencies. You know, you're driving down the road, your car breaks down, you got a $200 tow bill, a $1,500 uh, car repair and you don't have the money for it or you don't want to spend the money for it, you know, you got kids, family, or you just don't have that much money. It's good to have that peace of mind that no matter what happens, you can at least pay it off and pay the minimum balance. And instead of paying, you know, two grand to fix your car, you can pay 
$200 a month to just knock it down. And then when you're in a better position, you can pay it off in full. Or unlike a debit card, you can use it to build you credit. And if you're watching this channel, chances are you want to uh, you know, learn how to make some more money and building credit is a really good way to down the road, you know, potentially invest in real estate if that's what you're into and you need good credit to get good loans from banks to purchase real estate. Good credit can benefit you many ways down the road. Whether you're looking for loans for investment properties, investment opportunities, starting up a business, or even personal loans, looking to buy your own house or a car. It just makes your life a lot easier to have good credit. And you know, some people go through their lives, no credit cards, and it's hard for them to get loans because they don't have any credit. And some credit cards even have sign-up bonuses. I've seen lots of credit cards where if you sign up for them, you get immediate 50 to $100, sometimes more, sometimes less, and sometimes they're different rewards, but uh, that's incentive to just get one to get free money. So we are going to go into greater detail on another video about this. So I'm just gonna briefly go over this, but here are some big tips that you really need to consider if you plan on getting a credit card or already have one. You should try your absolute best to pay your bill off full every single month if possible, because then you reap the benefits of borrowing money and having time to pay it back, but you don't have to pay the crazy interest. And you want to keep your balance below 30% of your available credit, because if it goes over 30% of your credit utilization, it could potentially actually hurt your credit score. Even though you didn't go over your credit, if you have a $500 credit limit and you spend $499, you're well over that 30% of your credit utilization and that can actually harm your credit score. So you wanna keep it below. That's why even if you don't plan on using it, it's nice to have as high line of credit as possible. So after a while, call your credit card provider, you know, after making some good payments on it and it's like, hey, I would like to up my credit limit. So that way if something does happen, you gotta spend $1,000. Well, you got $4,000 credit utilization and that will only be 25% not over the 30% and not lower your credit score. Some things that people just don't think about. And you should really, really look at your account weekly to avoid fraud. You know, someone could get a hold of your credit card and just go sickle mode on your balance, and you might not ever notice, especially if you're using your card to buy things, you know, online from China. Like, I buy things from my supplier from my clothing brand from China, and, you know, I don't really know these people. They don't speak English. If I have a problem, they have to email me in the middle of the night because of different time zones. So uh, they could easily just steal my information. But if I have a credit card, I can just call a company and be like, hey, get that money back. Voila, there you go. But like I said, it's specifically for purchasing things in a little bit more of a sketchy environment. So uh, definitely check for fraud so you can catch it early. Try to avoid annual fee credit cards. You know, if you're not using it and it's an annual fee, just shut them down. Don't worry about it. They're not making you money. They're not benefiting you. They're just hurting you. But getting a credit card can be a very easy and efficient way to build your credit and increase your credit score over time. So that way it is not only easier to borrow in the future, but more affordable because you will get better rates on interest. So that's the basics to credit cards. Make sure you hit that subscribe button to see more videos on how you can make money with credit cards, the top five credit cards, everything in between. So uh, if you dig any value, make sure you hit the like button. If I made you smile, hit that like button. And uh, anyway, guys, I will see you in the next video. Comment down below any other suggestions that you have for me to make on the channel. Thanks for hanging out. I will see you next time. got his nine. I've got my nine. Boss squad out.